You're listening to All Over the Place, the official podcast of Media Pub Live, with your hosts, Eric Provoznik, Jim Culver, Marty Zamora, and Christine Leninger. Hi, this is Tom Gleason. You're listening to All Over the Place, where the fun sanity never ends. All right, welcome back to All Over the Place, the official podcast of Media Pub Live. I'm your host, Eric Provoznik. As always, we've got Jim Culver in the house. Hey, hey. And Marty, a.k.a. the dude from a castle far, far away. What's up? And Christine. All right, we are all here. As you can kind of tell, folks, we are in a patriotic mode on this Independence Day. There's going to be fireworks, fireworks on the 4th of July. 4th of July. (laughs) Red, white, and blue. There we go. <laughs> Even Bigfoot's getting patriotic. Yep. There we go. And here's Washington State where Bigfoot lives. I like it. Represent. And I am wearing, uh, you know, this is uh, the actual Declaration of Independence on my shirt. And there's the guy down here. He's around here somewhere. Philip Livingston, of course. Uh, I am, I'm proud to be a descendant on that line. Um, Philip Livingston. Again, I'm, I'm harkening back to the Schoolhouse Rocks from the 70s. And we are going to talk today about our favorite patriotic movies. It's a threefer, as you can kind of tell, uh, since Christine's with us. And uh, we're all festively adorned today. And I even got, oh, there we go, a uh, little Michael Stanley band in the heartland. Down here we have my grandfather Steve's flag, a Marine veteran, Semper Fi. And, uh, yeah, our top three patriotic films – and one song. We're not being contrarian this week. We're Marty, what are you doing? We can't see you. I don't know. <laughs> uh, uh, if you're listening, folks, you have no idea what, what's going on. So I'm going to move on. And uh, so the three, our top three patriotic films and our number one pick song-wise for just gets us pumped up to raise that flag on up the flagpole. And... Uh, I'm going to start out because I've been told that uh, if we're doing a three, two, one or uh, whatever it is that uh, someone may have my number one in their number one through three. So for me, my number one patriotic film, 1984, that grandest of all years, entertainment wise, and the first movie to be released as a PG-13 film from the mighty John Milius with a cast of characters from, it was my generations. It was pre-Brat Pack, everybody. And, you know, you had the Swayze, C. Thomas Howell. Keep going. Um, uh, Charlie Sheen, uh, Jennifer Grey, uh, Leah Thompson, none other than the original Red Dawn. And on three, can I get a Wolverines? One, two, three. Wolverines! Wolverines! Here we go. We're hokey folks here on this Independence Day edition of All Over the Place. And Red Dawn is just a movie every 4th of July, every Independence Day, I fire it up. It's got the great quote from Teddy Roosevelt about us being this great nation and you know that that pride rock. And the, these these are these are kids and young adults fighting for for you know for freedom and uh yeah, it, it could get a little little hokey at times, but but damn it, I was 14 years old, and it was pro-America. It was Ronald Reagan's America, and you know, a lot of people don't realize now, millennials, Gen Z, whatever, whoever it is, we lived under the threat of nuclear war. We did not know. I mean, you think about all the songs of the time, the movies of the time, the books, and it's and just not just all pop culture. It was a real threat. The Soviets were a real threat. And Red Dawn, could it have happened? Maybe, maybe not. But it's the movie itself is a great work of uh, possible, uh, you know, uh, fiction spread, spread with a little fact. And wow. uh, all, just one thing I, I love about the DVD, and this thing does deserve a Blu-ray edition. There's no Blu-ray out for it yet, and I will buy it in a heartbeat. Yes, I know it's physical media, and Christine's kids can make fun of me for non-streaming stuff. I don't care. I have, a, I have a Blu-ray player. It needs a Blu-ray. But the DVD edition, you can flip a switch and you get a uh, a carnage counter, I believe is what it is called. And you along the bottom, there's a ticker where you can uh, – there's uh, Soviet deaths, uh, U.S. deaths, 
And what else is on it? It's oh, you know, like uh, RPGs fired. It, it's just That's a mess awesome. of awesomeness. And it's uh, it's Red Dawn. That's my number one pick. Dissect away, folks. Oh. Well, let, the carnage. First of all, the carnage counter that that gag was reused in another Charlie Sheen movie, Hot Shots Part Two. Oh, so, okay. I didn't realize until now that that was a reference to that, but I, I I'm going to assume it is considering all the in jokes about other Charlie Sheen movies there are in that. Uh, but yeah, absolutely brilliant movie. You know, it, it kind of gets some people kind of write it off as a slice of '80s cheese, but it's actually, I mean, it's insanely well made, beautifully written. The dialogue is beautifully written, uh, and uh, I mean, John Milius is just an unparalleled mad genius that really only came along once in a generation. Yeah. And of course, a, a a wild personality that that inspired uh, Walter from the, from <laughs> about, but uh, but just yeah, utterly fascinating, wonderful guy, and and yeah, I really wish he was still making movies, but uh, uh, yeah, great great movie, great pick. That's another thing that a Blu-ray edition would do well to have a John Milius uh, audio track, commentary track, because the DVD doesn't have it. But, but that's my number one. And I'm going to, Jim, I'm going to throw to you. My, my Jim's cat corner for me tonight. There we go. Down and away. Yeah. Gonna right there. Yes. Okay. There um, okay. So my number one pick is Iron Man. Yes. And I know that's probably a little, maybe a little surprising as, as a Marvel movie. Cause I mean, you could, you could really pick any of the Captain America movies uh, as, as maybe a bit more appropriate, but I just think Iron Man is a, fantastic movie and it's there's so much in there about uh american innovation and american exceptionalism and uh, uh you know just just uh both the both the power america has in the world and the responsibility that goes along with that um and the, the all the value that america has in the world and uh yeah i think it's just a fantastic movie for valentine's day and one of my <laughs> uh, one of my certainly one of my favorite comic book movies yeah, that's an excellent. Valentine's Day? Of, of course, it's so romantic. Great Valentine's Day movie. <laughs> okay. What? what happened? <laughs> Independence Day, Valentine's Day. It's all about love, love of America, love of your your significant other. It's all the same. It's all it's all love, did, baby. Did I say Valentine's? Did I say Valentine's Day? <laughs> you sure did, Jim. I thought oh, you were supposed to do uh... around. I thought you were okay, making my, a joke. I was like, "What?" Now? No, oh. my no, no, my brain is just not functioning the way it should be tonight. So bear with me. No, Fourth of July. Do you, do you want me to fix it in post? <laughs> Still, uh, an odd dub. Jim's talking all of a sudden. No. So I was like, "It's a perfect Independence Day movie." <laughs> Come on, you're a voiceover guy. You're good, you're good I'll, I'll work on. It. I'll I'll see what I can do there, Jim. That's all good. It's all good. You can leave. You can leave the stupidity in. It's all good. It's all over the place, folks. We never know where we're going. It's fun. (laughs) All right, Marty, in your castle, tucked away there in in an otherwise secret location in in the New England Northeast uh, part of America. Your number Uh, one or your number three, however you you want to count it down. Not me. Well, uh, I'll go with uh, some. Some corniness. Uh, who cares? It's patriotism. It could be anything you like. Yes. Team America. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Don't tease us. Why um, not? Well, I, it gets an honorable mention for me. Uh, so Top Gun. Uh, it's the original, the original or Maverick? The original one. Um, okay. At, Back then when it came out, I mean, like you had mentioned, you know, heels of the Cold War, you know, by the way, coming to a country near you possibly soon. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just, uh, it wasn't, uh, you know, kind of a uh, everybody love America type hoorah cheer on, but I loved it because it showed how great we were, how great our naval aviators were and how there was there's not a lot of competition out there when it came to that and it was just a, a really feel-good thing and the goddamn migs and them ruskies <laughs> I, I loved it uh i didn't quite tear up but you know it was a little misty in that theater see i i i was gonna put in my it's an honorable mention for me maverick is 
I, I mean, look, I don't dislike the original, but I thought Maverick very much more played into American exceptionalism. Definitely than, did. Definitely and, did. Uh, and I did tear up a little bit in Maverick with certain things. So, or, or I did not tear, but I, I just, the goosebumps, America goosebumps, most definitely. But again, it's, uh, I, I think that they, uh, that, well, it wasn't uh, it wasn't aimed at at uh, pulling on your American sort of uh, tear nerve, uh, the the first one, the original, um, but just everything about it was sort of like the uh, you know uh, you had Goose dying and you had all, all the things that a guy might go through. It's way worse for guys that aren't pilots. So to me, it was just an example of how good how good we can be. Yeah, that was uh, my phone. Sorry, someone step on a cat. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> it just, uh, I guess it would just made me feel like uh, I was very proud to be an American and that American superiority and you know, big, big, stupid ego. You know, I swear to God, if you put if you pick Lee Greenwood, I'm cutting you off. That's it. I'll, I'll storm yeah, out right. like you did with Scarface when I when I when I ragged on Scarface. <laughs> Well, that's not Lee Greenwood, but leave Lee Greenwood alone. That was a great song. That was a great song. I agree. See that? He didn't know. Eric don't know what he's talking about. That that's an awesome song. And that is not shocking. By the well, way, Eric, as they say, do not you you don't want to know your heroes. And I and I've heard some stories about Lee Greenwood's ego at some FOA events, but neither here nor yeah. there. Well, great sentiment. Fine. All right. You make the bad mistake of knowing too much. And by the way, that's a great shirt you got there, Eric. What's on that? Oh, I thought we already talked about that. Oh, well, for, you want the one underneath? No, no, the, the one with the writing on it. What do you got there? Oh, that's that's the Declaration of Independence, is what that oh. is. Yeah, maybe you can read it later and uh, you know, Christine can help you with the big words. <laughs> Man, nice. all I got is two ones. <laughs> Somebody had a bad flight or something. That was, yeah. that was a little danger field. <laughs> no well, respect at all. Well, on, on a quick note, I, I do have, it's not a patriotic shirt, but it's still, it's a shirt that for me is an awesome freedom shirt. It's the American League infidel that Zack Snyder was wearing to the 300. That is a great, great shirt. And to me, 300, not a patriotic film, but my God, that is, that is a pro-freedom film if ever there was one. But that's that's a topic for another show because now we're going to Christine with her number one patriotic movie or number three, whatever however you wanted to go in the order. Yeah, so America so much is about what we do when shit goes wrong. Houston, we have a problem. Apollo 13 is oh. my favorite movie. It's all about the Apollo 13 lunar mission and you know how things just went cataclysmically wrong and starring Tom Hanks, Bill Paxton, Kevin Bacon, um, directed by Ron Howard and his string of amazing movies that he was making back then. And um, I'm a big fan of the space program anyway, from my days working at Honeywell Satellite Systems and being able to meet some of the astronauts and, um, you know, just cool stuff. And, and, you know, if we worked on a particular mission, we would get a patch. But, um, you know, it's just cool stuff um, being part are of you all of that. Honeywell, are they going to sponsor us now if you angle enough with them? You never know. Sure. <laughs> They're the best. Out of all the military industrial complex, they're the ones. <laughs> yeah, no disrespect man. to my wife who works for Raytheon. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, Nick knows. But um, yeah, I just I love space and um just such a great movie about the human spirit and coming together and making stuff happen. And because they really should have died on that mission, but they made it home, shockingly. Yeah, like like Ed Harris's character said, it was their. It turned out to be their finest hour. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> and that was that's a good movie. That was some incredible stuff they did. And don't forget the loving wife back down on the ground, Kathleen Quinlan. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Already forgot about her. <laughs> it, it's not the nineties yeah. anymore. Easily forgotten, indeed. All right. Well, my 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 number two. I'm going to go with Team America, World Police. <laughs> Fuck America. Look, it's it's over the top, beyond silly. My, it's it's Trey and Matt. It's the South Park guys. It's 
But man, it's fun. And it just it shows us warts and all that you know what, America you you pull the pull the kid gloves off and you know we're uh we'll look out for you. We'll make some mistakes along the way, but in the end, we 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 are uh we are a freedom loving nation. We are not a, a colonial nation, as we so often get accused of by 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 um I, I, I won't get get too pissy with the other side, but it's just it's a fun movie and God, it's outrageous. And that's America fun and outrageous. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. yeah I've, great uh, soundtrack. Like, like any, uh, uh, Trey and Matt movie, great soundtrack. Other, yeah, other music is amazing. Yeah. Uh, I've gotten into, uh, YouTube channels where, where, uh, people react to movies lately. I think those are a lot of fun. And I actually found a, a video where, uh, a group of Muslim immigrants living in England, reacted to that movie and they absolutely loved it they were laughing their heads off they were they were singing along with the music america yeah like they were they were completely into it like it was just it's just you know one of those things it's like you think this would be that that comedy would be divisive but i think any i think there's a lot of universal stuff in there that people love i mean i think patriotism honestly is something that that can be very universal that people can get into even if it's not their country they can they can appreciate that as a value you know, so so the some of the things that and obviously that's not, you know, the, the movie is satirical. I'm just saying that there's a lot of things in that humor that that I think anyone can appreciate. And it's yeah, it's it's hilariously profane. It absolutely, you know, it's it's as the cliche goes, would not get made today. But it's just laugh out loud funny. And no matter no matter what where you're coming from on it on it. All right, Marty, to you. To me. Yes. All right, well, my mine's a. Uh... Very campy, but after years, I feel perfectly comfortable. Rocky Four. Rocky it, Four. Know, I, I, it's made me cheer like an idiot at, at a movie that was made over several months to a year, but the scenes just made me cheer. It was it was just so good. The, Apollo dies, and Rocky's got to do the thing, and. The spirit of American greatness shall prevail. James Brown singing, living in James, America. James Brown. <laughs> yep. It, was, I mean, it was one too many uh, training montages for me, which, of course, <laughs> oh. in a montage, which we saw in Team America, parodied there. Um, but the montage, but I watched that, it was last year or the year before when uh, Stallone put out the director's cut, which really only added maybe two or three minutes. And it's all, and it still is my least favorite Rocky, but the sentiment that, that Sly wanted to get across, like, if I can change and you can change, and it's, yeah. again, it, it didn't bring down uh, the Soviet Union the way that uh, Gorbachev and Thatcher and uh, Pope John Paul II did, and Ray, Reagan, and then, uh, but it's, uh, so Rocky IV, yeah, it's, it's a good patriotic uh, thing. It was fun. There was a lot of hats like Christine's, stuff like <laughs> that. The, the song was catchy. You know, the villain was really cool. And, uh, you know, I, what's 14 montages between friends? <laughs> a very, very short script. I think that yes. the montage dialogue split was about 60-40. <laughs> You're being generous. All and right, and I will say... Oh, oh sorry. So I was going to say, if, if you see Creed 2 and then go back and, and see Rocky Ford, it... Really does give it a a lot of extra depth. Yes, absolutely. Once you Good see point. how that story ends for that for those characters. Excellent point. Yeah, definitely. Okay, Christine, to you for your your, your number two. Okay, well, my second one, and I got to say, I'm typically not a really big war movie type person. Um, it's just, yeah, just doesn't. They're not typically not real feel good movies. Um, but this one that we actually just recently saw, um, Guy Ritchie's The Covenant, holy smokes, that was so <laughs> intense, so good. And it just, I think it just really cuts to the heart of like how military people are and having, coming off a year where I was working with a guy who was in special ops and, you know, talking to him about different things that he'd been through, you know, overseas with the wars and all that. And, um, God, Jake Gyllenhaal, like I'm typically not a big Jake Gyllenhaal fan either. He kind of bugs me a lot of times, but dang, was he good in that movie. 
He was mm-hmm. really good. And it just was riveting from start to finish, I thought. I got to see it. Loved it. It was such a good movie. Yes, you do need to see it. It was such a good movie. Mm -hmm. Well, Christine was sitting next to me. (laughs) And it's time for the dogs. (laughs) But I I get fired up in in stuff like that. And, And as I mentioned with Team America, it's just like, we are the greatest fighting force in the history of the world, maybe except for those guys in 300 because, you know, they, they you know, didn't want to mess with, with the Spartans. But uh, take the gloves off of us. And I and just based on a true story and knowing you know, that we left certain people you know, uh, just hanging in the wind with that stuff, and then to go back and avenge them like Jake Gyllenhaal's character did and just – yeah, it's good call from Miss Christine there. Well, yeah, I, I thank you, <laughs> Jim. Have you seen it yet? I, I have not seen that one, but it, but I I definitely want to. And I will say that that guy Richard guy Richie has been absolutely on fire lately. Uh, the Sherlock Holmes movies, The Gentleman. Um, uh, what else did he do recently? Um, uh, the Man from Uncle he, remake, which which bombed, but was actually really really good. Um, he's just he just knows how to make these really uh, cool, masculine, tough action thrillers, and uh, and I'm, I'm definitely psyched to see that one. Yeah, cannot recommend that one enough. And uh, that that's actually in my list of honorable mentions, but we'll get to those later because I've got a like a little special section about my honorable mentions. But Jim, for now, you're number two. Okay, uh, my number two is National Treasure. Yes, which is such a, such a fun movie. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, you know, it, it, a lot depends on on whether you like Nicolas Cage or not. I really think this is like the least Nicolas Cagey of his performances. He yeah. plays it plays it straight, has a lot of fun with it. Um, it's 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 such a fun uh, Indiana Jones style adventure, and has so much to say about the value of knowing American history and, and how important it is um, and, and really how sacred, I mean, there really are scenes that almost, almost gave me chills because of how, and they, because it treated American history in such a sacred way. Um, and it came out, I think in 2000, I want to say 2006 or early 2000s, you know, during a time when patriotism wasn't high in our culture, right? Um, it, was, it was high in our country, but not in our culture. So for this movie to come out then, that really celebrated the value of, of, of knowing your history and celebrating it was, was great. So, uh, and it, and it was it's just a, such a fun movie, that one. And, and even the sequel was really good too. Um, so uh, yeah, that's well, definitely on my that. list. Sequel's good too. Oh, sequel's sequel's good too. Yes, absolutely. Check that out. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's, they're both a lot of fun and, and, and really good patriotic movies. And it's hard to go wrong when you got Sean Bean as, as your, uh, your enemy, your, your, your villain. And he should be grateful it was a Disney movie because he actually lived through it. <laughs> Minor spoilers for those who haven't seen it, but he, he's, he's the bad guy, but he does survive. And, and you have, have, yeah, it's one of the few ones where, where you did get Sean Bean living, yeah. Um, yep. uh, but uh, and an American patriot and John Voight having a nice part in that movie as well. Yes, definitely. Yeah, he was great in that. Uh, Diane Kruger, who is just this absolutely gorgeous and she's German, but she plays an American really well. Um, and, uh, even, even Justin Bartha, the actor who went on to, to be in the the hangover movies, uh, as Nicholas Cage's sidekick is really funny. Yeah. He um, was a very good foil. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So the, you know, oh, the actors funny. are just, yeah, just every, that. <laughs> that whole movie just kind of fired on all cylinders. It was really good. I don't think anybody expected it to be good. It was just kind of this cheesy Nicolas Cage adventure and, you know, nobody thought it was going to be much, but it, was, it actually came out and was really good. So the dark yep. horses love when they come out of nowhere. Yes. All right. Well, we're going to go with my number three. Well, <sighs> I'm going to book it bookends with, uh, not the number one, the Iron Man number, uh, Jim, that was your number one. Uh, I'm going with Captain America Winter Soldier. And that to me, it just, it speaks to the libertarian in me, the, uh, again, pro-America and, so, and being invasive and, and Captain America just sticking up. It's like, this isn't right. Get out of, get out of our phones, get out of our, our, our secrets, get out. 
freedom. Yeah. And, and, and Cap just kicks some ass. Yeah, I will say some. I, I know all three of those those Captain America movies. They were all they were very different in tone and and what happens. But the thing I appreciated about it is it really cut to the heart of uh, Cap as a character because in each of those situations he he had to pick the side of freedom and he always did. You know, even when it was difficult and it cost him everything. And that's kind of I, I think that's that's a really good message to send for especially for young viewers is you know when you're when you're not sure and everyone's against you and and you know everything's unclear just if just err on the side of freedom and things tend to work out and if you don't if you err on the side of 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 jumping on freedom uh, of of going against freedom for the sake of making things easy or or safe then things don't tend to work out so well so i think if you take the captain america movies as a trilogy i think that's a really good uh, overarching message in there yep and that's why i don't consider myself an ex democrat i don't consider myself a republican i consider myself an american and as you can kind of see, I I love this country warts and all, but we're going to get into that when we talk about the song. So, uh, Christine, up to you for your number oh, three. Okay. Okay. So my number three, um, I'm surprised it hasn't come up yet, but um, uh, Forrest Gump is my third movie. Okay. Yeah. That, and that's three. one that is typically on a lot. <laughs> on the 4th of July. Um, so you kind of can't miss it, but, um, it's one of those, um, that anytime it's on, you got to sit at least for a chunk of it and watch it. And it's one of those that, you know, front to back, upwards, downwards, backwards, forwards, the whole deal. And I know what love is Jenny. <laughs> and even though it has Creedence Clearwater revival on the soundtrack, Christine likes this movie. Yes. Yeah. I do still like that movie. Yeah. Mm. Because deep down inside, you love Credence. <laughs> Way deep. I really, deep. I really don't. Deep, deep, <laughs> deep. Down by your heels. Yeah, and the cockles. The, the subcockles. <laughs> sub yeah. Maybe in the subcockle era. We don't know. Yeah. All right. And M Marty, rounding out your uh, our top three with your number three. This is my number one. I've been going. Oh, yeah, you're going three, two, one. All right. So you're number one. Drum roll. I am a contrary type guy. Drum roll. Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private Ryan. Ah. Love, love, love the movie. Love every single second of the movie, even the ugly parts. Uh, to me, that I touched on it a little with the Top Gun thing, but that this movie shows every aspect of the things that i mean it's the greatest generation on maybe their greatest day and their greatest week doing things that they didn't have to do i mean just the opening of the movie just i mean it's brutal but man i'll tell you what that generation sacrificed so much for what we have now and how can we you know I mean, to me that that gives me a lot of pride that I'm kind of walking in their shadow. Um, and, you know, the idea that going after one guy, well, that's kind of a, like we're using a lot of resources, but he did it because it was the right thing to do. That's what Americans do. They do the right thing most of the time. Um, and the thing that gives me chills is the, uh, the Lincoln letter that uh, General uh, Marshall read. Mm. Uh, uh, the, the, you know, the I guess it's a real lady, Bixby, Dixby, something like that. Anyway, just um, I don't, I don't okay, it was Jim, our resident expert, who played General Marshall in, in Saving Private Ryan. Uh, his name that. is yeah. his name is Har uh, Harvey Presnell. Unbelievable. I mean, that gave me goosebumps for yeah. the 10 minutes after it was over. I mean, that was just that movie to me really just sums up what Americans will do if they think it's the right thing. You know, if it's the right thing to do and it still hurts, do it anyway. And yep. there we are. And I just loved it. Just loved it. Just the, anyway. <laughs> Got a little I really need to watch that movie again because I, I did like it when it came out, but at the same time, like, well, first off, you said, mentioned the opening sequence. I don't think we're ever going to find a movie with, as realistic a depiction of war as that opening sequence. 
Yeah. And it was so great to me that after that, I just felt that uh, Spielberg fell into too many, like, oh, I think I, I like this better the first time around when uh, I saw this scene in Empire of the Sun. <laughs> yeah. So I, right. But what you're mentioning, Marty, I, I think I need to do a, a revisit on this one. Well, I'll, I'll, you know, Schindler's List is still on my list of movies to watch, as we learned on a prior three for. But yeah, uh, yeah I, I think that. Uh, yeah, saving Private Ryan is order is, is in order for me. And, and watch it uh, with that lens of you know this is Americans went through a lot of hell to to uh, well I mean it was for our benefit too but to essentially free Europe you know to get them back. And, and I, I, I've since the movie I've actually been very privileged to uh, meet a few people who were there uh, to they laid to rest the American soldiers. Uh, and they went uh, they went over there to to help with the process of recovering them and bringing them back to the United States. And uh, it just uh, I think I'll have a looking through the lens, a, a better perspective of when I was, what, 28, 27, 28, when that one came out late, late 90s. Oh, and then also the, the graveyard scene uh, at Arlington. I mean, heavy, yeah. just, you know, anyway, I think you all get what I'm saying. Sorry, when I not and Jim, that. great, great. This is Jim was our movie guy. Harvey Presno, bam, pulling that out. Of okay. the, didn't think about I got it. chills from him doing that. Just pulling oh, yeah. that out. Like, that was yeah, that was yeah he's a he's a he's a great uh, character actor. Going way back to the forties uh, and fifties. Yeah, Did, you know, was in a lot of classic stuff, and but didn't really get his due. And but you know, uh, I think everybody kind of remembers him from. Uh, 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 Fargo now is, is the the, fa the rich father-in-law, but uh, mm -hmm. but you know, uh, yeah, yeah, that scene where he wasn't where he did the Lincoln letter was was really brilliant. Wasn't he in Gunsmoke or The Rifleman or one of those? I think he was in one of those shows Probably. as a young person. Anyway, yeah, he was he was around a lot back then, but he just never really was a name, you know. Uh, so uh, he really got to. Uh, got to make it big with with uh, some of those '90s movies he got into before he he, he unfortunately yeah. passed away. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, that that scene was absolutely brilliant. Uh, that, was, yeah. that was a great scene with the Lincoln. Letter. I mean, the, the, even I mean, this is kind of weird, but um, the foley was just spectacular. The sound mm -hmm. of his shoes walking across the floor, and then the squeaking chair, and the whole thing was just done so good, so well. It was done so well. That's it. Red Dawn and Saving Private Ryan uh, next Tuesday, Independence Day. There you go. List. Good choice. And let, let's go through, let, let's do a quick little round robin here with a few of our, our uh, honorable honorable mentions. But before we get going on that, I, I'll, I'll see the floor. But I just want to, the one line, one of the, what I love, Stripes, is, yes, it, I'm not going to call it a patriotic movie. It's just a damn funny movie. But Bill Murray's monologue where he's talking about United States of America. We're mutts. <laughs> we come together and you know, it doesn't matter who we are, what walk of life we are. We're mutts and we get the job done. I disagree with the, what we're 14 and one. We won Vietnam. I'm not going to get into that right now, but we, we are, we are undefeated when you take the kid gloves off and don't worry about nuance and bullshit. And we're mutts. We're Americans. God damn it. And I, I just love that scene. But, um, Jim, I'm going to go to you first. With uh, hit us with a few of your uh, your honorable mentions because th th it's Independence Day. Yeah. And th th okay, this before I do that though, love and show. So go. Yep. Give, okay, before I do that, did, are are we doing three? Because I've only done two so far. Really? Oh, I'm sorry, I missed you. Yeah. Oh, I thought. Oh, okay, that's on me, folks. That's okay. I'm an umpire. Yeah. Unless I have my indicator in my hand, I don't count very well. That's okay. Yeah, three, so big number. <laughs> three, three is big. That's hard. <laughs> three is big. Yeah. And, and so I'll do my four. Yeah. So you're one, number three. Sorry about that. Then That's there's okay. two. And then the other one. <laughs> then there's one. <laughs> two of them. Uh, Martin I love that long, guy. I love him. <laughs> okay. So uh, my number three is uh, Miracle. Uh, one of yes. my probably one of my favorite sports movies. Uh, yes, yeah, but yeah, movie about my favorite sport, which does not get get filmed enough. Uh, uh, it's a yeah, brilliant movie, very patriotic. Um, 
it works beautifully as kind of a metaphor for American exceptionalism. And I think Christine mentioned, you know, America is at its best when things are at their worst. And, you know, that's, it's really a movie about how, about a period where America was kind of, kind of having a rough time down in the dumps and, and, um, yeah. you know, this, this amazing team came together and gave America something to cheer for and something to, to stand up, uh, stand up for again. So, uh, that's, yeah, great movie. Kurt Russell's brilliant in it. And, uh, and the director Gavin O'Connor has made a whole bunch of good movies since since he started with that one. Uh, Warrior, especially, is a, is a fantastic mm. movie. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's my third one, Miracle. So, Jimmy Carter's malaise was swept aside by Herb Scores' ragtag bunch of kids. Yeah, you said it, <laughs> malaise. <laughs> Jim Craig, Mike Ruzioni. Good time. Who do you play for. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I, I can recount that whole movie, but I'm not going to go there. All right. Well, um, I'm sorry, Jen. You know, I, I, I miss you on the, on the going around the three for. So I'm going to start with you. So with, give us a few of the honorable mentions. OK. Yeah. I'm, uh, some of these are actually so obvious. I'm surprised uh, they haven't come up yet. But uh, uh, Armageddon, that's one uh, wonderfully cheesy Michael Bay movie. Um, yeah. yeah I of, agree. Uh, of course, Independence Day. How could you not? Love it. Um, and uh, this is one a lot of people didn't like, but I think it's a really fun popcorn movie and very patriotic. Uh, Battleship. Oh, uh, I, I, I heard nothing but bad about it, so I never bothered. But it, I mean, it is. Dude, it is so much fun. It is such a fun movie. It's super patriotic. It's super pro-military. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I really think that movie did not get a fair shake. I think if you watch it on DVD at home with some popcorn, you would absolutely love it. But uh, I know well, I probably just ruined all my hits. movie cred. But I'm surprised. And you know, uh, you know, uh, of course, I blank on uh, the director is such a Peter, a Peter Berg. Yeah. Peter Berg is such a super patriotic guy, and Taylor Kitsch, and he worked so well together. You know what? That's it. Yep. That's that's three movies I got to watch now on Independence. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I was gonna be in front um, of the TV the whole day. I'm not. I'm not on a baseball field, so I will have time to you know enjoy my my second favorite thing, watching yeah. movies. There you go. Okay, and real quick, my last uh, honorable mention is a movie. Uh, a, a movie called Thank You for Smoking. Yes. Uh, yeah. Really entertaining, funny, smart movie. Um, I think I think if you're gonna have a holiday about freedom which i think is what fourth of july is uh it's really a movie about freedom and about what america is about and kind of the 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 importance of freedom and the responsibility that goes along with it um and it's just a really fun hilarious movie so i totally forgot about that one that's a hilarious movie yeah i I love it i I watch it all the time and i'm gonna go ahead and pass just so you know because all of the movies that i had were mentioned so We'll just... Oh, was uh, I'm guessing then Red Dawn was in your your honorable mentions. That's why we had to get me going first, folks, to get that out of the way. So Marty... and I had Rocky, I had Rocky Four in my honorable mentions, and Team America World Police also. Yeah, as did I. Um, well, Mark, my... here's with a few more of your. Uh, There's a couple. Of, one's not so much of of a patriotic movie but more of a scene um but uh what you know i take that back (laughs) it's not um remember the titans fantastic movie yes it was uh really the fact that it really happened or at least you know there there were some semblance of what happened in that movie um just kind of showing what happens when humans are put the force together and just allowed to be humans, they end up realizing that they're just people and they, you know, all the other stuff is all created by assholes, really. <laughs> Racism <laughs> and bigotry and the like is all, you know, but uh, he ran them boys down to Gettysburg and, uh, you know, that speech, Denzel, that was just, that was fantastic. Really, Such really Such a good. great scene. Especially as the guy who was so awesome in glory. Yeah. Yeah, another good choice. Yeah. Which, which I'm surprised didn't come up at all in all this, and uh, well, it, it, it did make my honorable mention. So yeah, that's it, it. Was on my. That was the other one. Glory. Okay. Yeah. So there I go, stealing thunder, missing numbers. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's just an honorable mention thing. You had it too. Well, for my honorable mentions, I I just lumped all the true stories, or again, ones. Uh, 
as best as you can, you know, based, based on, on facts. Uh, but especially the ones that have come out in recent years with, with the war on terror. And uh, I put like uh, Christina has mentioned uh, the Covenant, Lone Survivor, American Sniper, uh, 12 Strong with Chris Hemsworth kind of got swept under the rug. And uh, that movie was great. And a Michael Bay movie, which almost made my number three cut. Well, actually, I, I almost, United 93. That's another one that shows American exceptionalism. <sighs> The step right up, and I want to it's talk about rough movie, movie. Man. very uh, talk about one you see once, and then okay, I'm yeah. good. Uh, but 13 hours, I still cannot believe that Michael Bay directed that movie, it was so damn good and just showed America back against the wall. Don't fuck with us. There, it's like the Alamo, it's like 300s that you don't get. This is all we got. We're, we're gonna do our damnedest to beat you. And come out strong but all those movies to me and it, it's a shame that hollywood doesn't take a cue these movies do well people want to see these movies american sniper made what jim well over 200 million maybe 300 uh, million more than that it was clint's biggest hit at the time he made a ton of money yeah i don't remember yeah. how much but it was a lot i i, I know made at least 200 million domestic yeah. uh so yeah that movies like that and it's uh i i went you know in um Deference to our, our, our good buddy, uh, Dan McClinton, and all, all the, the, the fighting forces over there. I, I wish they made more movies like that. And I'm sure he, he and uh, Ken Christensen will get to those, get to some narrative films uh, down the line, because people want to see them. And it's uh, I, I love all of those. It's just all lumped in together as uh, my, my honorable mentions. So now it's our songs. What song gets you going the most, gets you pumped up the most, to raise that flag on up. Christine, going to you first because you've got the patriotic hat on. Okay. Well, I am a Chicago girl in like always. I was raised on Chicago and nothing says more St. Patrick's or St. Patrick's Day, Jim. Or, that, or Valentine's Day. To me. Or when I started. <laughs> Potato, potatoes. We'll edit that part out. Um, nothing says 4th of July to me like um, a Saturday in the park that like and I remember one year being on a Saturday in the park watching fireworks and it was like the song comes on and everybody's just all there together and hunker down with our blankets, you know, watching the fireworks and it's summer and it's our patriotism being together on the 4th of July. That's yeah. you didn't have to wish it was the 4th of July. It was the 4th of July. Damn it. Christine. That was good. That was good. I'm <laughs> mad that I didn't get that one. <laughs> right, well, Marty, what do you have? Uh, well, Saturday in the park. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, it's kind of like a song and repetition guys, 15 love. You guys can, um, you guys can rag on it or tell me it's not a song or it's poetry or whatever. Ragged old flag. Johnny, Johnny Cash. Cash. Yeah. Hell yeah. I it just so just so, so good. I, I don't even I don't need to explain it. It's just so good. So good. There's plenty of songs, but that one gets me. Gets me in the feels. That that is on my honorable mention list and uh, the actual uh, the for me, the best performance of that one from a patriarch standpoint is from an album that came out after Johnny had passed and uh, his son, Jack, had uh, uh, went through the archives The perform from the great lost performance, a performance in Jersey. And Johnny just goes off in the intro to the song and saying, you know, you want to come and burn down my flag? All right, I'm going to respect your First Amendment right, but you better realize that I'm going to go take my Second Amendment right and try to burn my flag. I'm going to shoot you. And then he then he starts singing "Ragged Old Flag." So, yeah. awesome choice, my friend. Awesome choice. Love it. I do have an honorable mention. Uh, uh, Aaron Lewis. Am I the only one? Ah, very very good. Um, it's a little complainy, but <laughs> what do we have? <laughs> what do we have but our disdain? <laughs> All right, Jim. What do you what What is your your pump it up? Uh, well, uh, Marty stole it. 
it was ragged old flag for me as well. Um, <laughs> but I do have an honorable honorable mention, so I'll just make that my my choice. Um, yes. Uh, uh, Madison Rising's version of the Star Spangled Banner. Uh, it's probably not as not as well known, but uh, that's a that's a an indie rock band, and they they did a, an awesome uh, rock version of Star Spangled Banner, and I listen to it all the time because I love it. So, well, that's well I'm not familiar with it. So on next Tuesday, before or maybe in between <laughs> the movies, while we're switching the uh, the, the formats and everything, the, the platforms. Madison Rising, Star Spangled well, Banner. I, I thought the Star Spangled Banner was disallowed. Like that's the obvious number one. Like, well, you know, it was it was until you stole my stole my number one, Marty. <laughs> <laughs> that just seemed like a you know. I think Tiger Woods is going to win this week. You know, like <laughs> we're all going to pick Tiger, but. And there's our promo clip for this show. <laughs> Well, uh, another one that maybe might be an obvious choice. It was an honorable, another honorable mention for me. Tons of people have, have done the national anthem. I know Whitney Houston is probably the most uh, famous one, uh, the, the most recognized. But Joan Jett, who is an, an, a longtime supporter of the U.S. military, and her version of the national anthem, check it out. It's just straight up, boom, boom, yeah. boom. Doesn't drag out any notes. She's like, it's respectful. Joan Jett, and I, I know there's a person on the staff, uh, another Creedence Clearwater Revival anti-person, not, not too Joan Jetty, but this song is awesome. Even <laughs> she would like it. <laughs> well, heck, since we're doing versions. No call-outs. I'll pay for a lot of the stuff later, folks, but, you know, it's yeah, whatever. I'm willing to pay the price. You're well, since nice we're friend. doing uh, favorite versions, I'm going to go with uh, Chris Stapleton's recent one that was fantastic yeah he nailed it he totally nailed yeah, it. Yeah, that good call that that i yeah. i got chills on that one definitely i was on the whitney train that was number one until i think that one overtook it i'll have to listen to that now i've not heard yeah, that we're one. good <laughs> and i'm not never mind i forgot this is a podcast i'm not going to say anything go oh well, is, is that going to be is that a, a topic for another show on the podcast potentially yes okay <laughs> Well, I, I have one final honorable mention before I get to my number one, and it's uh, offshooting from United 93. And this is this is very close to being my number one. Uh, Let's Roll by Neil Young. And, I mean, the guy, he's Canadian. I mean, dual citizenship, I'm not sure. I think he has dual citizenship in the States, whatever. But he came out, wrote that song, and that it still gives me goosebumps writing about, you know, the, the you know, uh, the passengers on United 93, just those two words, let's roll. And they took down there, there, there would be captors and there would, there would be killers. And, and they went, went out American heroes. And just from those two words and Neil, Neil Young nailed it with, with a three, maybe four minute song. So that's an honorable mention. Number one, I'm going to, it's a guy we brought up earlier with uh, living in America, James Brown. America is my home. Yes, and that song, again, as was brought up earlier with Team America, World Police. I love this country, warts and all. And James talks about that. And James Brown was the greatest uniter. He wanted music to bring us together. The day that uh, uh, Martin Luther King was shot, he scheduled to do a uh, a show in Boston. Very inflammatory, ra racially divided town. They wanted to cancel his show. ABC was airing it nationally. He made that moment a moment of healing and James Brown singing America is my home. Yeah, we, we've, we've got some warts. We, we've got a past. It isn't always exemplary, but as Marty brought up with, with uh, Saving Private Ryan, when it, when push comes to shove, we do the right thing. We do the best thing and we are Americans and the Godfather of soul, Mr. Dynamite, Mr. Fantastic. That's my number one song. It just gets me, Fired up and raise the flag. Outstanding. I love it. I love that song. Right on. There you have it, folks. Our Independence Day show. And we even came in under an hour. Woohoo! We are amazing. So, any other honorable mentions, whether it's the songs or the movies? Or have we run the gamut, folks? Uh, geez. I mean, there, we can go on forever. 
as you know. We could with this group. Yeah. yeah. Can you imagine? Uh, uh, just think of your. Go ahead, there, Jimbo. I was just going to say. Uh, uh, my, oh, I guess one of my honorable mentions should have been Neil Diamond's Coming to America, which is cheese tastic, <laughs> but a lot of fun. To, a it lot is. of fun to listen to on, on the fourth. It is. Okay. And sadly, I do yeah. not have the full version. I only have a snippet. The band, I, one of the bands I was in in LA, we did a heavy metal version of Coming to America or just America. Fun. And I, I broke out my, my best slash worst Phil Anselmo voice from Pantera and we rocked the shit out of it. <laughs> Can, can you imagine your most liberal friend listening to this podcast and going, oh, my God, these people are horrible. They know me, whatever. Actually, one of them, one of my very good friends uh, from college and, and beyond. But the, oh, I wrote about Red Dawn when it was still, uh, I think I wrote about it. Uh, what was it? Uh, oh, it was a pre-Threedonia pre, uh, pre site that I wrote for, uh, and Modern Conservative. And... He, oh well, it's just pro, it's just American propaganda. And my response to him was, "Yeah, so what? I'm not a love it or leave it kind of guy, but I'm like, you know what? You don't like it, change the channel. You don't like it, flip the switch. You know what? Yep. Yeah, you don't you don't have to leave, but just seem awful miserable. <laughs> go ahead and go. Do you wake up and just hate? That seems awfully exhausting to me. I love I love America, warts and oh, all. Yeah. Oh yeah, and I got. I got to do some American people watching over the last couple of days. I spent- I, I, we got to say that for another show. Yeah. Marty's adventures to get to where he's going with that castle in the background, folks. Let me tell you. That's a show yeah, in and of itself. San yeah, Francisco, Marty that. saw the best and worst of America in just a span of three minutes. <laughs> I did. But that's another show. Another this show. one is our Independence Day all over the place. Thanks, folks, for listening to us. We're going to be back with tons of guests and more threefers in the coming weeks into July. So thanks, as always, for listening. Jim, Marty, Christine, thank you. Awesome picks, everybody. And we'll be back real soon here on All Over the Place, the official podcast of Media Pub Live. Bye-bye. You've been listening to All Over the Place, the official podcast of Media Pub Live. If you like what you've been listening to, and you know you have, be sure to share it with friends and family, social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, wherever. herein have been the opinions of the hosts, the producer, and the guests only. You have listened at your own risk.